Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to a brand new episode of Creators Outlet. We've got one heck of a Kickstarter to talk about this evening. Four books. Four books, man. So uh, tell us about yourself, how you got into uh, the comic book world. Well, I got into the comic book world, as most people did as a young man, <laughs> interested in great stories and my first love. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now in the comic world was uh was was x-men and wolverine and of course um elf quest remember remember oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I was, I was a D and D person throughout, but my first love wasn't comics, wasn't D and D. It was actually a genre because I was a Chinese kid growing up. I read martial arts fantasy novels, many of them written by my father, who was one of the top creators. So I, those are some of my geek credentials, and um, I never thought I would be involved in the comic book industry per se, other than somebody who just loved the storytelling. And, and it wasn't until um, a few years ago when I became dissatisfied with the pace that I was able to tell stories as a movie producer that I wanted to be able to tell wildly imaginative, provocative, daring, independent stories without the filter of actors and budgets and schedules and not be limited by any kind of imaginary forces. Um, to tell the big, bold stories that I wanted to tell in the martial arts fantasy genre. And that's when I dove in. And um, and what I'm sharing today is the, the, the Kickstarter is what came from that effort two years ago. And uh, what resulted was what something I call the immortal story verse. And it looked it looks pretty interesting. I took a look at the trailer earlier. And yes. uh, I was I was looking throughout the uh, the campaign. And I noticed uh, somebody that I'm familiar with that uh, is uh, partnering with you on this. I guess you're talking about Ryland Grant. Oh no, I know Ryland. I know Ryland too. I was I was actually talking about uh, Charlie. 
Charlie Stickney, Ryland Grant, they're all part of the Immortal Storyverse. Each of them occupy important real estate. Um, Charlie was the first writer of the Adept, or as somebody else would call it, the Adept, which is how we launched the Immortal Storyverse. And I went to him with a story idea that I've been playing around with for a long time, and it was, a, it was an instant match. It was like, what happens when a young girl has these repeating dreams of being trained in her dreams by a Shaolin master? And the rest was the rest. So, so the Adept came from that. And, of course, Ryan Grant. So we have some indie greats and Kickstarter favorites as part of this campaign because we really wanted to do something that was um, kind of within the, within the diehard wing of the comic world, which is Kickstarter, I believe. You know, it's a it's a it's a big room with a lot of people in it, and uh, I've been talking to some other people as of as of late. the The way the economy is going has made it tough for some creators. Are you uh, dealing with any slowdown at all in the uh, in the universe? Um, absolutely. Look, the, I think the economic pain has been felt by a lot of people. And, yeah. and we're no exception to that. Well, the cost increases. Um, revenues, traditional revenue sources aren't really there. So we're really relying on our fans to be there. Um, people who believe in kind of an independent voice and knowing what they're backing. So we're really coming out to the community saying, look, we've invested a lot of the money that you've given us in past campaigns in, in these four books. And we're sharing... We're sharing with you not just the strip thing where we're launching one one book at a time. We decided to go with a massive content drop just to show people the kind of stuff we worked on in this past year in one campaign. This is our way of basically saying um, thank you to our community. Here's this. Here are the the the, the stories are wait you you've been waiting for, and even more importantly, we're pulling it back from a single title perspective to say hey. There's actually a universe that's coming together, and these are some of the Easter eggs. These are the interconnectivities you're going to find, and you're going to find a world that is kind of similar to our own as the as the backdrop. And this is another reason we wanted to call this "Turning the Page on Superheroes," because this is how badass and ballsy we are. We're not only saying we're an independent voice, we're doing this, but that we have kind of the ambition of scope to say, look, we're ready to do something that's very, very different than what things that maybe people have gotten accustomed to um, from the superhero worlds that have occupied, I think, a disproportionate part of our, our time, our youth, our energy, our love, and our wallets. And some of our adulthood. There you go. <laughs> and that too. And that too. I mean, because uh, I might have that same problem. Because You do. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Of of our shelf space. Look, those those have been amazing times. I have great memories and I always will and great love, but I think every era needs its own stories and heroes and we we have an opportunity to I think to hit reset. And I would say that as our lives have kind of entered on parallel times. I don't know what your life looks like, but I could tell you I could Probably guess it's very different than, but then what it might have been a year ago, and you know maybe at a different place than we all thought it would be. Yeah. So we were, we were hoping to get back to normal, and we we got back to more more problems. So yeah, and and I think these problems are kind of here. It's not a simple yes and no, or do and don't. And against this complexity, I guess it's, it's a fair ask to say, well, what, what, what should our stories have to say about that? You know, if at all. And I think historically it's been, oh, well, why don't we just tune it out? Why don't we numb ourselves with, 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 with a bunch of stuff to, just to kind of cloud our, our minds and brains and numb it, numb it out or distract me, which I think they're appropriate at times, but if that is the only way to do it, you know, like, what are you left with after that two hours or after, you know, spending your time reading these these, these stories? And, and our perspective on Immortal is that storytelling, the narratives that we buy into actually becomes the real things in between our minds. And it, it actually becomes a real living force 
in our lives. And that um, since we're always talking about heroes and superheroes, why not make these ideas behind the heroes really, really conducive to us becoming heroes in our own lives? And I think this is where the martial arts fantasy genre really comes in. And we decided to really own the philosophy, to lean into it um, in an empowering and authentic way. And boom, there you have it. We have the immortal story verse that has now uh, brought together all the various sub-influences that used to be part of this genre, whether you liked Cobra Kai or Bruce Lee or The Last Airbender, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, The Matrix, Dragon Ball Z, Monkey King, all of these, you know, these really, really great, fantastical or grounded things. Um, now they're woven together in one interconnected world. And uh, that's kind of the value prop of the things that we're doing at Immortal. And this is what people who are part of this campaign will have access to. They're accessing a few years of diehard work from some really, really great artists and creators in this kind of uh, backdrop that is markedly different than what you would find in a superhero comic. Yeah, I mean, we all want that escapism to, you know, relax, you know, have a, have a coffee, read a book, and, you know, just, you know, get, in, get into a zone. Yeah. We'll enjoy something, but then it can speak to us on top of it. Yeah, um, that's right. That's right. And I think we're saying a version of the same thing, like, you get that, but I would say that we're helping you go through it because in the escapism or in the appreciation, you get a glimpse of like um, humanity. You get a glimpse of um, the common things that we all share. And importantly, as we have kind of said at the beginning, everybody's going through something, right? You're yeah. going through something. I'm going through something. We may not talk about it, but we spend a lot of our waking times troubling over it. And so imagine characters who are also doing that. But I think between those pages, they find a way through. And in the process of reading our books and stories, we, we hope to bring that kind of connectivity to people as well. So you're not going around them, but you're going through them. You get immersed in the entire experience. You get immersed in the entire experience. And also, you get to you get to um, get to the other side of our challenges, and I think that's what we we intended. And when, when we chose the mission for the company that we wanted to broadly engage people with, is the idea that we wanted to awaken the inner hero in everybody. And in choosing the characters and the different arcs, we're choosing people who are going for it. I mean, I I, I flipped through and I looked at it in the. Uh... The art on these books is beautiful. Yes. Yes, we and have some. You know, it's it's just, you know, it's very it's very eye-catching. Uh, the palettes are amazing. And uh, you get to see a little bit of the action from the previews. You can. You can. There, there's... There is amazing action, and um, and for some of these things, we actually even have choreographers. Just because a lot of our readers are out, they also love um, traditional martial arts, and we want to incorporate it because I think the martial arts got got to a point where it, it was like a free for all. It was anything goes, and we didn't want that. We wanted to bring the authenticity of the movements back, the history the philosophy of it so that um, we actually brought on choreographers who would guide the actions. Uh, for instance, our first book was The Adept, um, which comes from the world of Shaolin. Shaolin Kung Fu is a very, very specific form. And we didn't, all the very Shaolin things we saw out there were, had nothing to do with Shaolin. And that was kind of a, a slap in the face of to the hundreds of millions of people who are Shaolin practitioners. So we wanted to bring that, real action to it and and therefore um we're very proud of our action sequencing and for those people who who maybe might not have seen that we want to invite you to take a look because that's what makes this also very different well let's start let's let's uh, let everybody take a look at the trailer all right and then we'll get further in 
I've been a lifelong fan of the superhero genre. Lots of money, lots of time, lots of energy, lots of conversations. But come on, enough is enough. Do we really need another fancy leotard, another made-up superpower, another intergalactic battle? I'm Pei Juan. I'm the founder of Immortal Studios. We are drawing a line in the sand. A new era has arrived. We are releasing the next chapters of all of our titles together. It's never happened like that before. So if you've been jonesing for the next chapters, you get all of them together in one fell swoop. We are talking about the next issue of The Adept. The next issue of Chronicles of the Immortal Swordsman. The next issue of Fa Sheng. The next issue of Assassin G. and a few surprises. These four titles are actually interconnected and they're being released together. You'll be able to see some rhyme and the reason, the Easter eggs, how they're interconnected, and frankly, the depth and breadth, the beauty, the ambition of this world. Immortal has always been powered from day one by you, our fans, members of our community. This is no different except on a larger scale. So I wanna invite you personally to sign up in this campaign, join us on Kickstarter, help us turn the page. Let's do it together. I, I love the logo and the, the effects you put on it. Here it is. It's on my arm. Look, we call oh, wow. this, we call this the immortal flame. So you know, this genre has been around for so long and it's never had a symbol. So we decided to change that by creating the Immortal Flame. Um, it's now on a few arms, <laughs> I'm happy to share. And uh, it, it's really not just a, a, a call to, for great storytelling or also part of the, the universe, but it's also a, an invitation to kind of live out loud, to have that kind of embodiment in our own lives. Nice. Well, congratulations off the top. Uh, you, you made your uh, $10,000 goal, 214 backers in like less than a week. Yes. So that's going to feel good right off the bat. Look, we have, a, we have an amazing community, and, and that was just the, the beginning, right? This is where it becomes more interesting, and um, we got a lot of print. A lot of books to cover and a lot of print to cover. So so we're really inviting people to lean in and support our effort. So all four of these books are coming out at, at once on this campaign. Mm -hmm. uh, now, The Adept was the first book, so that's like it. it so I take it that's like an issue ahead of the other books? Yes, yes. Adept is now on the third on on the third issue, and we do forty four page issues, so we're talking about pretty pretty. Oh big yeah, issues. that's that's, that's a, a nice girthy issue. Yeah, the very very complete experiences, and and then of course, um, Chronicles of the Immortal Swordsman. We're going into the second issue, where the second issue of Fa Sheng and second issue of of Assassin G. So we've got a lot of uh, next versions of of things that people have been waiting for individually, we decided to combine it and, and, and really connect the dots and, and show people the ambition of the, of, the, of, of the ideas behind these stories. Now, give us an idea uh, individually, the books, uh, just, a, just a quick idea you can tell us, uh, you know, a little, a little, little in-depth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Amy... The Adept is the story of a young woman, Amy, who comes from a broken home, from a disadvantaged background. And um, along her difficult life journey, she started to have these reappearing dreams of a Shaolin master who trains her in her sleep. So she's really not certain whether she actually knows this stuff, but she feels herself getting stronger. And she doesn't even know whether she's going crazy or not. And in, 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 in the first page of The Adept, 
she she meets her dream master and realizes it wasn't just in her head, and she's catapulted right away into into a real life fight sequence where she has to save this pop star. Um, so it's a it's a really amazing journey that kind of begs the question of like what's life, what's real, what's what's uh, what what's fantasy, and from an obscure person, she was instantly launched as the next generation of an action hero because there are cameras there. And then what happens to her life as a result? And um, in, 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 in the added three, which is what we're launching through this Kickstarter, we see her now begin to take on the whole martial underworld that have now pegged her as the person to beat. So, you know, those, the, the, these three issues, we cover just a tremendous amount of ground. Uh, the Chronicles of the Immortal Swordsman, if you want to scroll down and show that visual, is is the book that I wrote, and this is the this is the book that my that gave our our company the name Immortal, and this was my favorite book that my father wrote growing up. It's of the the story of Iron Pondu, who's a young man who's destined to to resuscitate this timeless tradition of immortal warriors, kind of be being the immortal warriors as the bastion for humanity. And although this immortal school has been kind of nascent and it also moved to the West, through the East, and through the life of this college dropout, keep in mind, look, there's, there's, you know, Amy was someone who's, you know, on, 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 who's lived a challenging life. And an Iron Pondu has also had a challenging life. So we're starting from kind of the people who aren't gifted with, with, um, a silver spoon who didn't have all the advantages in life. So here's a guy who has these dreams about being an immortal, but has no real way of getting by in his real life. He's a college dropout. Um, he's really caught between his 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 um, activities as a parkour roaming the streets of LA and given to these flights of fantasy. And also as a gamer, he didn't know how he was going to do it until he started to uh, connect with, a real life predicament that's coming alive in the in the video game that he's part of. So he actually connects to this ancient cave where the immortal swordsman secrets are, and he kind of awakens his true destiny. And in this episode, where in, in this visual we're seeing, he actually goes into a virtual world in to uncover the immortal manuals. So this is the story of the immortal swordsman. And for people who love gameplay, this is kind of the subgenre of the immortal hero genre, where you're, I guess, the Western equivalent is imagining um, the world of the Matrix and that kind of spectacular action and philosophy uh, alive in that particular story. Interestingly enough, um, Phil, the character of the immortal swordsman, and Amy, of, of of the adept, they have actually met in real life already. In, in, in some of our, our, our previous books, they actually encounter each other in the streets of L.A. So we've established that these are two modern characters. Now, to the left of Immortal Swordsman, we're looking at Assassin G, that very, fame, that very, very spectacular cover done by Derek Chu. We've had the benefit. And of all of our stories, Assassin G is probably the most well-known because this is based off of my father's novel that had been produced into television four times in Asia already. What's different about the story of, of, of a mysterious assassin who appears on the scene to wipe out all the top masters in the martial underground, we decided to move that, his, that, that story from ancient China into modern day New York and San Francisco. Well, not exactly modern day, but 1980s. So imagine the soundtrack of our favorite 80 tune, 80s tunes with the, uh, with the arrival of this beautiful, deadly assassin who starts to wipe out the entire martial underworld and sends everybody to panic. And we find out that in spite, despite her being the most vicious and lethal killer, this we're actually talking about an innocent young woman who's been kind of led astray by her master who has an ancient vengeance. So in the course of executing her duty, she meets the scion you know, the lineage holder of the School of Seven Cultivations, her, her, the sworn enemy of our master, and they actually fall in love. 
not knowing each other is there is the absolute um, last person they can consummate a love affair, love affair with. So we're seeing a lot of um, we're seeing a lot of homages to the 1980s. We're also seeing a lot of martial arts fantasy action. We're also seeing a lot of romance and character development. Ultimately, we're posing the question: Is like, does true love trump hate? You know what? level of realization do we need to achieve in order to turn the page on hate and vengeance? So there's a really, really deep-rooted question there. Um, so it's a romantic action film that um, people have compared it to like a Romeo and Juliet kind of thing. So that's Assassin G and it's in the 1980s. There's actually a deep connection to Assassin G to the, the world of the immortals. I'm not going to give away the Easter eggs, but let's just say they're 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 kind of these stories are tied at the hip, and there's a reason why this is 1980s that directly precedes the time of Immortal Swordsman, which is our time. If you want to move up a little bit, scroll up. Fa Sheng is the story, the 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 hero making story of of Amy's master. Remember when Amy was trained in her sleep by 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 a Shaolin master in her dreams. And he ends up being kind of like the Xavier of this group, right? Nice. And Fa Sheng is the origin story, and we go all the way back to the to 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 nineteen hundred, to a to a part of China that's known as the ancestral home of of martial heroism. It's actually the birthplace of my grandfather. It's where he comes from, and this is also the the very famous chapter in history known as the Boxer Uprising when Chinese boxers banded together to, to um, with this promise of supernatural martial kung fu skills that can defy bullets and actually fought against the foreign invaders that tried to invade China. And against this big backdrop of the boxer uprising, we have the making of a brand new um, martial hero. And we see Fa Sheng as a young man, as troubled, as confused as Amy, and we cover his journey from that troubled young warrior to an enlightened master. And, um, and, and as part of the writing journey, we actually have Ryland Grant, I know who's a previous guest of yours, who is actually an ordained uh, Zen monk. Zen is the same Chinese word for Chan Buddhism, and Chan was actually launched in, in the Shaolin Temple. So this is the story of the making of a, of a new, of an of a timeless Shaolin master that's also the birthplace of Zen Buddhism. So, so we have a major, I would say this is probably one of the most ambitious martial stories given all the influences and confluences and historic references that it represents. And these four stories coming together is kind of the, it's kind of the, 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 funda, the foundational mythological elements of this new story verse called the Immortal Storyverse. And each of them representing a story of thought, a, a style of combat, a form of philosophy with characters and historic patterns that bring it all together to this modern day. Um, with the emergence of, of some baddies that we get to meet across all of these four stories. So this is why we're so excited today. We're, we're kind of showing the, the building blocks of something that is coming together, not just in comics, but... Um, you know, my background is actually in, in filmmaking and also in digital content. So we're working on the movie renditions of these and, and gaming renditions of these as we sleep, as we speak. So here's a chance to offer the fans kind of a ground floor opportunity to be part of this world and helping to shape it. Nice. Yeah, it seems like they're all, they're all woven together very nicely. They are. Uh, we, we've we've put a lot of time and energy into doing it, and you know something we we also we're also not precious about changing. So like the, the the first version of the adept, and based on based on reactions we've gotten from actual readers, we've actually made adjustments. We made um, you know we started to punch up different things. So so it's still an iterative process where we get to develop these stories in concert with 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 an active fan base as we as we roll along, and that's part of the exciting element of this. Yeah, it's great 
you know, nowadays it's it's so much easier to, you know, contact people, you know, online and have have a better rapport with with your customers and uh you know, your fans. Mhm. Mm so you can no. you don't have to wait for a letters page or, you know, mail to come in. No, to, you uh, don't. You don't hear and what's going on. Yeah, people get people have a real say and people have a, an opportunity to influence these stories and so we're really excited and this is a a watershed moment for us. And you've even got a a leaf foil cover edition of a depth <laughs> ray. Wow. Yes. Well, the first version of the Adept was so popular, we actually made it to the to, to the top 0.1 percentile of single issue comics ever on Kickstarter. So with with more than $35,000 raised from 1200 people. So that was a, a phenomenal achievement and uh, we haven't looked back since. I wouldn't. Yeah. Ride the wave. Yeah. Well, we keep writing. And this is where um, being on your podcast and reaching out to different people, we are an indie studio. Every person counts. We're not taking a single person for granted. And part of um, why I'm excited to be on the on the show and it is to really let people know that we exist, that um, we are really reaching out to people who, who are interested in the next chapters, people who are interested in kind of participating in the ground floor of something that 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 we believe has what it takes to go all the way. Yeah, like earlier when you mentioned all these different IPs, the only one that I wasn't a fan of was Dragon Ball Z. Uh-huh. I was a fan of everything else. Yeah. But that's yeah. pretty good, right? So imagine that. Being able to share that kind of enthusiasm within within one shared world, albeit through different characters, and I think that's the allure of what we're doing. And it's also the, I think, consistent uh, reality of that universe, like where there is such thing as a chi, as chi, you know, which mm -hmm. George Lucas took and called the Force. Yeah. <laughs> we we want to take it back. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. And also bring it into our world, you know, with, with characters that 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 earn their chops not from radioactive spiders or or fancy gadgetry, but by working with nature, working with their minds, working with their internal energy sources, and 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 learning from 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 those with with the wisdom and skill set to ultimately become extraordinary. Yeah, just honing honing the mind and body. Honing their mind and body. That's exactly right. And um, and uh, a great uh, thing that happened along the way, we actually just hosted an event with the Shaolin Temple. The abbot of the Shaolin Temple and his warrior monks actually came and was part of the show. So we, we just delivered something called Immortal Shaolin, which we're so proud of. And again, linking back to the authentic history of Kung Fu, and, um, and, and really finding a through line for the future of this ancient art form, which is about empowering everybody and activating everybody to, to, to get off our asses, to work on ourselves so that we can become the people that the world needs. 100%. That's basically what this is all about. And this is why we call, ultimately, we're calling people to turn the page on superheroes. Um, it's, a, it's a new form of it's a new aesthetic it's a it's a new mythology but it's a mythology that ultimately serves us and i, I just love these pages of of uh, of assassin g by the way we've yeah. chosen assassin g as our first film oh nice i i look at i look at this panel right here and all I can think of is Bruce Lee's iconic black and yellow jumpsuit. I know, I know. It, it's um, I think Bruce Lee forever changed the game. Oh yeah, I, he forever changed the colors. And in looking at different variations of Assassin G, of course, 
we 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 initially toyed around with 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 colors with with uh yellow and black but we ultimately decided it was so thoroughly owned by Bruce Lee that nobody else of note can occupy those colors just and and, and your statement right now just restates the same yeah So this is the this is the immortal story verse, and this is what we're using to turn the page on 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 the superhero genre, and we're calling out all geeks, fans, collectors, people who are interested in just kind of getting into something that has the ambition and the fun and the meaning of what we're doing at Immortal. And if any of this resonates with people, we're just asking people to be part of it. You know, support this campaign. Um, Get some of these for your loved ones for Christmas. They make an excellent gift, don't they? They would be, yeah. So this is the uh, the new comics collection with all four issues. All four issues, and people even if they're new to it, they can get caught up. They can they can they can do all of the titles and all previous issues. So you have an amazing. Um, cache of content coming your way and and some pretty awesome variants we have some of the best variants oh my god um i i, I love them so much you can tell from my from from the backdrop in my office i'm surrounded by them every day and i can't get enough of them and one of the new tiers we put in were big movie poster size um variant some of some of our covers which are really spectacular Oh yeah, I uh, I usually fall for uh, with his with his with his some of his previous indie books. Uh, Ryland just nerds out and comes up with these killer ideas for for variant covers. He does. So I end up like having to hawk some older comics so I can buy some new ones. Oh, you did. <laughs> Well, you just keep it. You keep it. You keep it rotating, right? Yeah, all all the time. I've got, I've got probably about three long boxes of nothing but indie books right now. Wow! So it's it's time that you got a, you got some of this. Well, right? I think you kind of had me when you said the '80s, because I still get perturbed when I realize, oh man, it hasn't been the '80s in so long. Yeah. No, like I think, uh, look, also as a child of the 80s and, and musically, like we, we are just so in love with so much of that world. And that's why we also chose it as our first cinematic adaptation. So Assassin G is just all over that vibe. And let me tell you, just choosing the soundtrack for that has been extra so extraordinary and so fun. Oh, so much. There's like a litany of songs that you would have to like whittle down for yeah. probably months on end to you know come out to your your perfect oh you you can i mean just the, there's so many indie voices let alone the you know the, the the more known from from you know not necessarily my favorite um you know who was all over the 80s it was um it was that british band oh my god how can i forget them hungry like the wolf Oh, Duran Duran, yes. Duran, yes. Yeah. Wasn't a huge Duran Duran fan, but more of, you know, more of a New Order person. And there's also interesting rock sounds in the 80s. And, yes. of course, the synthesizers came through. Yeah, I was... Real synth pop thing going on, too. I, I was caught between the old and the new. Mm -hmm. I was a huge Journey fan until I got... Until I found out he quit the band, then I got really mad. Yeah, <laughs> moved, moved on musically for a while. I still wonder about that, but um, but I think they've done pretty well with the kid they 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 auditioned who 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 is a pretty good replacement for 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 what's his name? You know, for Steve. Yeah, Steve. I mean, it's, it's funny. Go. Yeah, we found this. We found this kid in a karaoke bar. And he's singing our songs. We should just hire him. We just hire him. Like, okay, and they did, and then they were back. Yeah, they haven't looked back, and and um, you know it was it was perfect. 
And they all made it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame a few years ago. Yeah, and Steve Perry, I don't think he made he, – he even went to that show, which is kind of like, why? Why wouldn't you want to be part of it? You know, whatever – No, he was, was, he was there. He was there? He was did there, he make, yeah. Uh, he didn't he, perform, though. He didn't sing. He didn't sing, but he, he was there, and he went up and told yeah. a bunch of road stories, and everybody got a – Got their, uh, you know, their statue and award and everything. It was pretty cool. They even brought members that had, hadn't played with the band in like 20 years. You get the so Immortal T-shirt. Where's the flame? With the Immortal Flame. And um, we've gotten a few of these tattoos out there now. So our head of product, I think, was the most recent person. So we're counting five Immortal tattoos already. Um Nice. Hey, Shadow Hawk. Hey, really cool stuff. Hey, Shadow Punk. No, no, did no. and kill Bill. It's true. It's true. It's more like uh, it's more like what's his name? Um, um, Bruce. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, is the, is the culprit behind that? Of course, Quentin was the biggest Wusha nerd. And of course, Kill Bill was an entire homage to that to that entire world, and as you know, many other things that have happened from Wu Tang Clan on down. So it's a really, really beautiful world, beautiful ideas, and um, people who love those shows will will will, will love the Immortal Storyverse because we're, in as much as throwing an homage, we're also creating. Um, we're bringing a lot of these influences back to its founding ideals. So it's kind of like a, a really cool pro cultural preservation effort as well. Yeah, returning everything to the center. Yeah, exactly. Um, and we didn't even talk about um, the Shaw Brothers or 36 Chambers of Shaolin, you know, the Five Poisons, uh, the Dra Dragon Inn and Sui Hark, Chinese Ghost Story. And, you know, the list just goes on and on, on and on, and, 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 and a huge amount of, of, of Jet Li's work. Um, yeah. All of it finding a new expression in the Immortal Storyverse. Yeah. I was a huge fan of the TV miniseries back when I was a little kid um, with Richard Chamberlain uh, called Shogun. I remember that. Um, and I even got, I even got like a, like a big square bound book of the making of that entire production found it in a flea market for like $5. I'm like, Oh, this is mine. Mm -hmm. But I, I just recently heard that they're remaking it. Well, they are. Yeah. Of course like, they are. And the Shogun was a big deal. Oh yeah. Shogun, at the time of, of it, um, it was such a big hit that um, there was a dip in traffic. The people actually stayed home to watch it. And of course, that was the time when when um, our attention spans were not so divided across different media. But but yeah. Shogun was a seminal um, thing. And, and of course, this goes a little bit way back, but, but David Carradine's Kung Fu, yeah. back when it came out, was, was, was the most popular TV show of that entire generation. So... You know, a lot of these influences run deep, and um, and and we're really proud and honored to be part of that force that's kind of resuscitating it. And it's appropriate that it starts with comic books. Yeah, because it's like you mentioned earlier, it's it's a little easier to to make it amazing story in the comic book format, opposed to jumping through some of the hoops that you would have to with a, you know with a studio and actors and everything yeah. that comes with that visual effects and all of those things. So, so, so I think it's a, it's actually a great way to workshop the stories. It's a great way to socialize it. And, and, you know, all of those things basically revolve around the fans, right? Being able to get this stuff to fans and, and um, having an early dialogue, inviting people to join something that's in the making. I think that's yeah. the fun, that's the fun of it. You know, what's the fun of it when everybody's piled on already? Yeah, you get in get in on the ground zero, and yeah, uh, this is the ground floor. This is the this ground is an floor. amazing print right here that you guys had for San Diego last year. 
It is. It's really, really, yes. John Galang is, uh, is an amazing artist out of New York City. This was his first ever, um, first ever comic cover. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's like a, you know, he has major collectors. He works on on, on big sets. So this was like a, a first experience with them, um, with Assassin G. That's great. Going back to the, the portfolios and the posters and, and, and the comic packs. So for those of you who are still here looking for something for Christmas, I would say give someone you love the gift of immortals. <laughs> really? Yeah. In the collector's pack, is this all the covers? Yes. Nice. There's a chance to really geek out, and behind every cover, there's a story, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Always. And this is just for the adept. And this is CIS. This is my book. I mean, they're all my books, but this is the one that I actually wrote for. Um, such an exciting story. I love that black, white, and red cover for number two there at the bottom. Oh, yeah. And then we have Assassin G. Oh, man. Our first movie right here. And Fa Sheng with this huge, massive backstory and the, and the ambition to match, the making of a, of, a, of a new transcended warrior. So yeah, all four of these are very, very unique and different, but they're all interconnected and, um, in, in a profoundly beautiful way. And this is the, the Immortal Storyverse. And for retailers, there's a mm -hmm. wonderful retailer chair, so you can yes. get them in your shop. That's right. We also have um, sharing some Zoom meetings with people for people who are looking to break in this business or hang out with some super cool people. Our editor-at-large, Bob Harris, the only person who's been editor-in-chief of both Marvel and DC. Uh, Charlie Stickney, our mutual friend, kind of a, an important influencer on Kickstarter and in the indie comic scene with his White Ash series, um, who helped us with, with co-creating co the Adept. Um, and then also a chance to spend time with me. These are just some of the features that we're making available at, um, through this Kickstarter. Yeah, so Bob, Harris is, Bob, Bob Harris is in so many of my comics. I think it's a pretty close tie of whose name appears more in all my boxes uh, between him and Scott Hanna. So. Wow. That's saying something. And uh, here I am with my colleague, uh, Tom Jagaeus, who is the president of Fox International. So this is our dip in oh, wow. the movie world. So we nice. have kind of a chance to get behind the scenes of the making of a, of a, of a, of a new global storyverse. And this is, the, this is the Christmas package. Hey, by where you're getting this right before Christmas time and um, if you want to gift somebody with with a, with a, with a gift of, of of immortals, they actually will receive a card in in a, the proverbial red envelope, letting them know they've been gifted with something extraordinary that will be making it making it to them soon. So, for people who are looking for gift ideas, this is something that um, I would. This is the this is the tier that I'll be spending some time myself in in shopping. Yeah, because who doesn't want – I always want to get comics. There you my, go. My girlfriend's like, you don't want anything that you need. I go, no, because the stuff that I need, I buy for myself throughout the year. Yeah. It's like, I need... well, I, I don't know what to get you for comics. I'm like, oh, this. 
<laughs> this, but there you have it. There you have it. Well, we wanted to invite everybody on, on this show who are getting it somehow or another to support the cause and be part of the immortal vibe. Oh, completely, yes. So uh, right now we're live on Epp and my YouTube channel. Afterwards, I will be downloading uh, the audio and the video. It'll be going up uh, through my podcast platform, so you'll be able to download or listen to this anywhere that you can get a podcast. And it will also uh, be uploaded to my Rumble channel and my Odyssey channel as well. Awesome. Just give a shout out to whomever is out there and however you connect with this information. I just wanted to invite you to be part of the Emoto Storyverse. And just really thank you for your time and for tuning in. Yes. Uh, if you scroll down in the description, you will uh, be able to find the website for Immortal Studios, which will give you a link right there to bring you right to the Kickstarter. Plus the Kickstarter link will be, be in there as well. Awesome. So I thank you very much. It's been nice talking to you this evening. Uh, this, this intertwined world that you guys have created is simply amazing. I am definitely going to get on board. Please do, and please tell others. Thank you so very much. Um, and I look forward to connecting again after you've had a chance to geek out on our stories so we could go, we could dive deeper. Oh, 100%. Anytime yeah. you want to come back, just uh, just contact me and I'll uh, you got I'll it. make room. You got it. Thank you Everybody for your thanks for tuning in. And uh, please follow Immortal Studios and check out these books. Get yourself some good stuff. Get it on the ground floor. That's what I say. <laughs>